Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Driving the Line, your sports betting and sports brand of record. We relaunched yesterday, and you guys made it an overwhelming success. We're going to be here every single day just for you. So many different things. We're going to roll out day by day by day, but this will be our bread and butter every single weekday. And then when we get to football, it'll be seven days a week. Now, yesterday, not the best day on the show as far as picks are concerned, but if you rolled with us, you were very profitable because we hit the first touchdown of the game at plus 2,000, which really made up for everything. So two and four, again, not our best, but we are more than just the picks. It's educate and entertain. And you all sent me tweets and said, Coach, thank you for that plus 2,000. You're very welcome. So today on the show, we're going to talk a little NFL. We've got college basketball, and you will meet our brand new NHL capper and our brand new soccer capper in the next 45 minutes. So without further ado, let's bring in the stars of the show. You know them, you love them, and look who we got today. Look who we got today. Coach Phil is here. AB, our five-tool player, is here. And the legend is back. Look at the smirk on his face. <laughs> Mr. Howie Schwab. Good morning, Howie. How are you, sir? Morning, guys. Everything's great. Thank you. Everything's good. We're excited about this. It's going to be a fun day. You're damn right. God, I'm so damn excited. So we got to jump right in, gentlemen, because last night, last night, the Eagles and this morning, I love Jason Kelsey. He announced this morning, well, according to sources, he's going to retire after that game. He looked very emotional. Howie, I'm going to come to you because you didn't get a chance last night on driving the line after dark, which was an amazing show. So I want to start with you this morning because the Eagles were 10 and one at one point, and then they literally fell off a cliff. 32 to nine, zero points in the second half. What were your thoughts when you got done watching that game? Well, first things first, Tampa Bay wasn't a great team. I mean, Tampa Bay won nine zip over Carolina to make it to the playoffs. <laughs> so I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I expected Tampa would play them tough because they were home. I did not expect a blowout. I really didn't. I mean, Philadelphia, you talk about a collapse. From 10 and 1, as you mentioned, to the end of the season. They lost the last three games to the Cardinals, to the Giants, and to the Bucks. That's not exactly murderer's rope. In the last four games, they gave up 119 points. Where's the defense? And then offensively, no run game yesterday. Pathetic. Uh, and uh, defensively, how many big plays did Tampa have? And then the other fact I want to mention, it seemed like every time you watched, Philly had second and long, third and long. No wonder mm -hmm. they didn't get a, 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 a third down uh, passing through. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was just a bad game. And I, I know a lot of people on social media today are saying, sorry, Andy, what happens? I think it's a legit question the way he has lost this team. It, isn't it amazing how when you go 10 and one and you come off a Super Bowl and Phil, everybody talks about you could go back. You should be the at one point they were the betting favorite this season sure. to win it all. But then last night you've been in these locker rooms. How do you have that lack of effort? Yeah, the NFL world comes at you fast. You have a couple of injuries. You make a couple of changes on the coaching staff. Um, you start to prioritize some some different things. A lot of people start to get focused on individual statistics, and all of a sudden, the wheels come off the wagon, and and that's what's happened right now. And uh, that's a talented roster that underachieved, and anytime that happens, people have some some, some difficult conversations today, Tuesday, with Howie Roseman. 
Mm, shout out to John in the chat. He says, what a glorious day. We want the chat to be popping. Also, give us a follow. Give us a like. It's really going to help us grow. Now, AB, from a betting perspective, the Bucks cover the plus three. That was the only play of mine that hit yesterday, um, other than the, the, the gym. But when you look at it and Mike Evans didn't hit, it wasn't exactly an offensive show by the Bucks. It was more about bad eagles. It was absolutely about bad Eagles. Look, if, if the drops in the first half for Tampa didn't happen, this game is a complete blowout, a complete blowout. It should have been even more. And look, with Philadelphia, okay, sometimes you have to just color the numbers and find the lines of exactly what is going on with this team. And really quickly, I'll tell you what the problems have been, okay? Number one, Nick Sirianni in. Everyone said he wasn't ready. All right. Initial press conference didn't look good. Then Shane Steichen calling plays fixed a lot of problems for them. Shane Steichen no longer calling plays. It went right back to the disaster that it has been. And what did we hear from AJ Brown calling a players meeting that we need to trust coaches again? This doesn't look good. Sirianni. I don't know, but it feels like Mike Vrabel might get a call in Philly. You're my Jeff says Jason Kelsey retired because he couldn't handle the thought of one more season with Nick Sirianni. That's kind of funny. Uh, somebody has an, an iPad or a phone on it. Uh, shut it off. Uh, do you have something quick on this game? And then we're moving on to number two. Phil? I had two things. Turn yeah. that iPhone iPhone notification <laughs> off. It's distracting. And I heard another hissing noise that sounded like some air was coming out of the Eagles bandwagon. <laughs> There was a noise, so let's get our audio situated. <laughs> All right, now moving on. Uh, by the way, the Bucks will face the Lions Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that may be one of our favorite picks coming up in a moment. Uh, so, game number two from yesterday, after it was moved for a day, Howie, and a lot of betters were really ticked off because if you made the bet on Friday or Saturday when there was uh, two feet of snow on the ground, a lot of people put the under in early. Yep. All the sports books said those bets stick. And then you come out and the grounds crew did an amazing job getting that field ready and they score 48 points and sail to the over. So with that aside, though, the Bills very workmanlike. And I thought Josh Allen really was very much under control and really played a professional football game. Your thoughts, Howie? Absolutely. When he has three touchdowns and no interceptions, the fact he didn't turn the ball over is big. Because you saw during the season, there were times he would throw the ball all over the place and interceptions changed some of those games for the Bills. I, I thought a lot of things for the Bills. Number one, they came out on fire. And that big run by Allen for the touchdown was huge. Second, Cook, the running back, mm. uh, people have to look at him now and say he's pretty impressive. Uh, and then defensively, they were all over the Steelers, obviously. Ed Oliver was in Rudolph's face the whole game. And uh, the fact that Pittsburgh even came back and made it a seven-point game was pretty interesting. But bottom line, the Bills just too good. Now they get another home game against KC. And uh, watch out for Buffalo. A few weeks ago, people were writing them off. Now they're right there. Yep, and to your point, James Cook, 18 carries, 79 yards. And, Phil, when you look at a game plan and – the Steelers, they have a lot of moxie. When they got down 14 early, you thought it's going to be a blowout. They made it a seven-point game, but that's when Josh Allen and a couple of players made some big-time plays when they needed to with about seven minutes to go. 
Yeah, the Bills just have more weapons. And, and, and Josh is, is the ultimate weapon right now. I mean, he's like a big rig running down the I-90 right now through the snow. I mean, nobody could tackle him. Um, he's got a rocket for an arm. I love what Howie said about James Cook. I've been tell, I've been banging the drum for about three or four weeks now that this guy's you know, a 1,000-yard rusher, and they've given them more balance. I heard that a bunch in the broadcast yesterday. The reality is the Bills are a better football team. Mike Tomlin did a great job of keeping this team, you know, you know, in that football game, getting it to within seven. Deontay Johnson did a great job. The receivers pick has made some plays. That was tough conditions. But at the end of the day, they didn't have enough weaponry. And from a prop perspective, A.B., when you look at the Bills and how they spread things out, it might be very difficult this coming week against the Chiefs to try to figure out which of these receivers you can play. Kincaid, three for 59. Stephon Diggs, seven, but only for 52. And then it kind of goes down from there. Shakir was brilliant. That last touchdown was awesome. What did you see from a betting perspective? So exactly what you were just saying in regards to the Bills and using their tight ends, both Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid there. And I love that there are one and two in touchdowns. Again, well oh. done, Coach, on that uh, first touchdown in that game. But look, here's the thing. If you're Kansas City, what did their defense and Spags do against uh, the, you know, in the previous game there against Miami, they rushed the quarterback. They're going to do the same thing. You look at the tight ends, look at Josh getting the ball out quickly and being safe with it and using his legs as well. So think 10 yard perimeter and in those are going to be the guys that get a ton of yardage and catches. I cannot wait for the no-fly zone coming up this weekend with these matchups. So, as we look forward, here are the matchups this weekend. There are four big ones. Saturday, Texans-Ravens at 4.30 Eastern time. Packers 49ers in the evening. Uh, Sunday, Bucks-Lions. And then the Chiefs and the Bills. So, Howie, let me come to you. Because from a betting perspective, I want you to pick one of these. And Texans-Ravens, 9.5. 49ers, 10. Uh, Bills are two and a half, and the Lions are five and a half. Which one of those games do you like the most with the number? Lions. Lions easily. Because when Detroit ended up getting a second home game, I mean, they had to be going crazy. Dan Campbell will have this team ready. They already beat Tampa 20-6 to six earlier in the season. They know they can shut them down. And I, I think that uh, given the Tampa – like I said, when they barely beat Carolina 9-7, uh, this is not a great Tampa team. I'm sorry. I mean, yes, they had big plays last night, and the running game has been a little bit better. The defense is great. But you know what? Give some credit to Detroit's defense. Aiden Hutchinson will be in Baker Mayfield's face the whole game. And I think Detroit, to me, is the best of those games. And that is the appetizer to the Chiefs and the Bills, which is later. By the way, Phil, I can't get enough of you drinking that coffee. Like you're just like you're at breakfast and you're just you're loving everything. I Matt. just I just came down with the wife's upstairs, the baby's there, just had my cup of coffee, and I just I just come on down and I just talk a little ball with my, with my boys. Talk a little ball. Just have a little fun. Make it all about the crew. <laughs> now. Phil, I'm coming to you, not from yeah. a betting perspective, just from a matchup perspective. Which team do you think has the best matchup? 
the best matchup. I, I just I think the best matchup for me is just the last game of the weekend. I, I mean, I love the Bills at home. You know, they're they're an unbelievable football team. They're playing hot. So I always look at the team's momentum going into it. So Tampa Bay was moving along the, you know, pretty well at the end. Philly was kind of tanking. We talked about the, the Texans were rolling and they were starting to win some football games. So I like the Bills at home against the Chiefs to move on. You are dead to me. Now, A.B., let's go back to the betting perspective. There you see. And you know my wife's from Buffalo, right? So it's like if I either I either I have an hour with you mad at me or the whole week with, with Mama. The, the first word when I met Phil's wife the first time that came to my head, overachieved. That was the first <laughs> word that came to my mind. Overachieved. I was like, how did this man get with that? She's amazing. She's amazing. Now, A.B., when you look at these, and our producers, I mean, the graphics are just, you, you've done an unbelievable job with branding this brand in literally weeks. Let me just say that. Now, when you look at this, where are you going? Uh -oh. The Detroit Lions are the team to take this weekend. And it is nothing against Tampa Bay. I love everything that they've done. They have overachieved, as mentioned. They are at and playing at a higher level than, quite frankly, we all gave them credit for. So... That being said, like we give them their respect, but it's OV, son. Detroit is going <laughs> to smash Tampa. And I'll tell you why. And it sounds dumb, but it's real. Okay. Detroit just went through a scare, a heart attack right there with the Rams, and they survived it and advanced it. All right. They're going to have an unbelievable week of practice of just exhaling and saying, Boys, we are this good. We belong here. We deserve to be here. And Tampa, they were playing with house money yesterday. Now, you think about it because you have something to play for. I'm not saying they're going to be nervous, but it won't be quite the same. What we saw yesterday, Detroit big. You know, you use the word dumb, right? And I would be dumb, even though I, I use it often on myself. <laughs> I would be dumb to actually pick the Chiefs in this little segment right here because they have not given me any confidence this year as a fan. I'm going to go to Ravens and Texans because to me, when you got that big of a spread, and I'll probably buy a point up to 10 and a half, to be honest with you, because the Texans looked great last week. They played two straight playoff games in a row because week 18, that was a playoff game against the Colts. And I think the Ravens historically, even though they've been great in this regular season, I think that when you get to the playoffs, Lamar Jackson plays a different game. Do I think the Texans will win? No, I don't. But if you're going to give me 10 points quickly, Howie, do you like that play by me? Uh, actually, I do. I think the fact that the Texans played this week and the Ravens didn't, mm -hmm. the Ravens may get off to a slow start. Uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson is going to be the biggest factor in this game. But realistically, the way the Texan defense played last week, they could give him a hard time. So I, I think getting nine and a half makes some sense. Alicia, by the way, says, I think Detroit takes out Tampa in one fell swoop and expose them as the frauds that they are. So I want everybody in the chat, if you haven't hit the like button, hit the like button. But I also want you to type in there, which one of these spreads do you like the most? Just like what we just did. We want to know. Put it into the chat. Now, I told you that every single day here on Driving the Line, we're rolling out something new.
We have put together a game plan that I think you're absolutely going to love. You're absolutely going to love. I need my one shot to tell this little story. Stay with me on this. So we are going to introduce on February 1st a new thing called The Crew. It's an exclusive club that you can be a part of that's going to have so much extra content and more access to us. Part of that club will be a little thing we like to call shoot your shot. And if you're an aspiring capper or you want to be recognized and it's so hard in this business to even be seen, we know that. That's why we want to fix it. Now, I'm not telling you that you'll be on day one or day two, but you will have the opportunity after you submit a video to shoot your shot. And if you don't think it can happen for you to eventually end up right here with this crew at this level, let me tell you a very, very quick story. There was a young man who started showing up in the chat day after day after day after day, wanted to be recognized. We didn't even recognize him. He started putting picks into the chat. The chat started to love his picks. Then we had a little charity auction. Somebody put in that charity auction, didn't ask me. They said, hey, we're going to have a spot on the early edge for somebody to make a guest pick. I get notified after this man bought said spot. That man came on the show, and he was fantastic. His picks were fire. So then he kept writing me day after day after day, email after email, true story. But we could never get him back on the show. But today... Today is that day. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you the newest NHL handicapper right here on Driving the Line with that big old cheesy smile, Mr. Ben Horner. Ben, I give you credit. You were relentless, but look at you today. You're officially a part of the crew. Good morning, sir. Oh, good morning, Coach. It feels great to be here. Good morning, Howie. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, everybody in the chat. And of course, AB, how you doing, my man? We got some snow coming down outside here in Boston. And I know snow's not everybody's cup of tea, but I love it. Because to me, Coach, that means it's hockey weather. And I've got some good ones cooked up for the crew today. Well, you're giving me a little PTSD because you have that Stanford bridge. And I remember my days in the WWE living in Stanford for 10 years. Never again. Never again. All right, Ben, let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right in. How many picks do you have us for today? And let's get it going. I've got three good ones picked out for everybody today. And we're going to start at the world's most famous arena. We're going to go with the Rangers 60-minute money line. I played this at minus 125 last night. It shifted a little bit, but I would play it all the way down to minus 140. Seattle had their nine-game win streak snapped last night against the Penguins. And they're playing on a road back-to-back. This is their fifth of six road games on this current road trip. Meanwhile, the Rangers are fresh off a win. They grinded it out against the Caps. New York is 14 and six at home this year and 22 and 12 as the favorite. I'm going to play this on the 60 minute line to bring it down to something a little bit more playable. And I feel good doing so since the Rangers have only played into OT twice at MSG going back to mid-November. Then we're going to move on up into Canada where the Avalanche are taking on the Senators. This is a similar spot for the Avalanche in that they're in the midst of a road back-to-back. They have been playing a lot on the road. This is three and four days for them. But the over has hit in six of seven for Colorado and three straight for Ottawa. More specifically, defensively, this is an opportunity to apply the principle of three plus three equals seven in the NHL. The Avs have allowed three goals per game over their last 10. The Sens are allowing 4.1 over that same span here. So if you've got two teams that are giving up three goals, well, you know you can't have a tie in the NHL. So if each team gets to 3-3, that's a guaranteed hit on that over 6.5. 
I played this at minus 125 last night. It's since moved a bunch. I still like it at minus 145. You should be able to find that around there on most books. Then third pick, last but not least, let's go to the wagon that is the Winnipeg Jets. And again, we're going to take the 60-minute money line here at minus 105 on MGM to bring this number down to a little bit more playable, something more approachable than what you can get on the standard money line. The Jets had their eight-game win streak snapped on Saturday, and they look primed for a bounce-back spot against an Islanders team that has lost four of their last five on the road. Five of their last seven overall and are 0-5 in back-to-backs this year. Coach, I see you got your finger up. Do you have a question that I can clarify? Well, I, I do, but I, I'm, I'm actually getting emotional. I'll be honest with you. I, I like almost have a tear coming down my eye for a couple of reasons. A, I'll never have to read in the chat again. Where are the NHL picks? And also, you had me at drop the puck. But I did have a question. Because we're all about what? Hashtag educate and entertain. So when you say 60-minute money line, as opposed to the full game that could possibly go into overtime. What do you mean? Yeah, so what we're taking is a lot of books will list this as a a three-way money line. We're basically betting that the win condition is going to happen within regulation and that if it goes to overtime, we don't win our bet regardless of if the team we pick wins. I like going with this when you have a heavy favorite at home over a puck line bet because there's so many similarities in terms of the game script to hit on a puck line and a 60 minute money line bet, but you're never going to hit on a puck line anyway, if it goes to overtime. So I play the 60 minute money line because it gives me uh, just a little bit wider aperture on the win condition in regulation. Because if you think about it, that puck line bet, that's a regulation bet as well. So It's all a little bit a matter of preference. Usually the 60-minute money line is going to be a little bit juicier than that puck line for a heavy favorite. But I tend to go that way because we can get a little bit more wiggle room in how we can cash that ticket. Let me just say this, that if you had any question on whether or not you were good enough, good enough to be a part of this crew, good enough, to do it at a national level, even though others told you you were not, that stops today. You are an official part of the crew, and damn it, you are amazing. Will you be here with us as we roll forward? Yes? Absolutely. Oh, my God. We are building a team that nobody can replicate. Now, we're going to drop Ben out, but he's not going anywhere. He's going to be in the chat the rest of the show. If you have any questions for him, he will answer them in real time. Ladies and gentlemen, Ben Horner, our newest NHL capper. Thank you, Ben. Now get out of here and go do some work in the chat. Now, gentlemen, that was amazing. That was amazing. We're going to have NHL picks all the time. Even when Ben's not on the show, we'll still have picks for all of you because for now, we can finally listen to you and execute. I'll take petty shots when I feel like it. I run the show. I own this stuff. Now, another sport that we're going to be heavy into here at driving the line. And that is soccer. And I looked high and low left and right. And I found one of the best soccer cappers in the world. And you guys are absolutely going to love him. Let's bring him in. We just call him Jacob one name. And also I want to let you guys know that this brand, everything you see This is also our senior brand manager. If you want to get to me, you're going to have to go through this man right here. Now, Jacob, first and foremost, welcome to the crew. Welcome to the show. How excited are you? 
I didn't even sleep last night. I am sweating right now. I am so excited to be here. Uh, it has been a long time coming. Uh, for those of you who know who I am, thanks for following me along. Uh, and if you don't know me, uh, you will. So, you will. Uh, yeah, ready to get started. I have uh, whoa, six whoa, 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 whoa. I will tee you up. That's how oh. this works. That will I will tee you up. We just got to relax, all right? I yes, will sir. tee you up. For first of all, don't ever tell me you're sweating again. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, that wire will go very, very. Oh, soon. absolutely. Yep. Okay. Now you've got several picks today, and I know you have a lot, so you're gonna go through them. But before anybody says, "Whoa, that's a lot of picks," we will also post these on social media after the show. So don't even worry about it. All right, Jacob, this is your first time. Relax. I know you're on with big stars, A, B, Phil, and Howie. It's okay. It's just me and you. Nobody's watching. All right. Give it to us. So first game up, we have an FA Cup match uh, in England. Uh, there's a bunch of cup games this week, uh, but I am focusing on Wolverhampton versus Brentford. Wolverhampton uh, currently is a minus 110 favorite. Uh, they've won three and drawn one in the last four, uh, but Brentford's just bad right now. Losers of seven out of their last nine, uh, and the Bees are also winless in six out of their last seven in a row. Uh, and Wolverhampton's just really good against Brentford, uh, winning most of their recent clashes. Uh, and, um, you know, I think Wolverhampton is focused on winning this FA Cup. So I am all over Wolverhampton minus 110 and their team total over one and a half for plus 100. All right. Uh, yep. Uh, moving on, uh, we have another cup game, Spain Copa del Rey, Atletico Bilbao. Uh, they are taking on uh, Alves. Uh, Atletico on a hot run right now, currently unbeaten in 13 competitive matches. Uh, they made it five in a row uh, in their last game, eight out of 10 at home. Uh, and again, Alves, bad team, uh, losers of three out of the last six, um, four out of the last five. Um, and they haven't been able to score. They're really worried about relegation and they're focused on the league. And because of that, they're probably going to rest some of their better players here. Uh, and I think because of that, Atletico is going to um, really take it to them. So, uh, again, uh, kind of the same play as the uh, Wolverhampton play, same thought process. Atletico Babao minus one, and their team total over one and a half, uh, minus 140. A little juicy, not so bad. It is soccer. You're going to have to live with it in soccer. That's just the world we live in. Um, so that's what I am on for the Spain-Copa del Rey game. And then uh, lastly, we have an English League One play. Uh, I am a lower league specialist, uh, lower leagues all across Europe, uh, and England League One is my jam. So uh, I am on Barnsley uh, or, uh, versus Carlisle. Barnsley currently unbeaten in uh, their last nine games, um, but they've only kept one clean sheet, um, and they face a Carlisle, side, a Carlisle side who has scored in four out of their last five matches. Uh, so uh, Barnsley, great team. Carlisle can score, but doesn't have the firepower to score enough. So uh, because of that, I like Barnsley minus one for minus 128, but I am also on both teams to score yes uh, for minus 130 in this match. Uh, so that's going to do it for me. Did you just say it's your jam? Oh, it's my jam, coach. It's my jam. <laughs> oh, my God. Matty says, I like this guy, coach. Hmm. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, maybe we'll keep it around. Um, no, you don't. You you don't respond to Matt. I respond to Matt. I'm the host of the show. Are we clear on that? Yes, sir. All right. Now, <clears throat> you did great today, and I would love for you to come on. I don't know Tuesdays, perhaps Fridays, maybe if there's a busy, busy Wednesday. Are you free to do that? I am free whenever you need me. You make the call. I will be here. Oh, it's interesting. 
Interesting. He says, whenever you need me, you make the call. Oh, so some people are as big as the brand, apparently. All right, Jacob, go into the chat. He'll answer any questions you have in real time. He is a small league specialist. Jacob, thank you very much. Welcome to the crew. All right. Thanks, Coach. That's amazing. We got NHL now. We got soccer now. Let's bring the boys back in because we have college basketball. And that's going to be, you know. Oh, what do you got, Phil? I mean, come on. There, there's a lot going on right there. I got to recap it. 15 seconds. Ben Horner's hockey corner. He drilled it. Guy's awesome. Love him. All right. And then I saw my guy, Jacob, living in my hometown. He had, like, my daughter's stuff, like, over in the corner of his thing. Like, he had, like, Teletubbies and stuff. I mean, it was nuts. But I loved it. He killed it. And I'm excited about these two guys. Oh. I've got, to add, I've got to add one thing, too, Coach. Of course. I was waiting for sure Jacob was going to break out into song. I'll be around. I mean, whenever you need me, I'll be there. I'll be around. I, I, I thought for sure he was going to yeah. do that. That's okay. I love that. <laughs> I was about to start singing with you. I was about to start singing with you, Schwab. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> By the way, Phil, don't act like those are your daughters or toys. Whatever. We know I'll those are that. your toys. We know those are your toys. I'll be that. Whatever it takes. How he's jealous of those toys. Oh uh, no, that's okay. <laughs> All right, if you're just joining us, we're approaching the bottom of the hour. Uh, it is 10.30 in the east. Uh, it is 7.30 in the west. This is your morning sports betting brand of record. Now, Howie, your bread and butter for years, and I had the joy of seeing it up close and personal, but now the entire driving the line universe every single day is going to get to experience not only your wisdom, your brain, and your expertise in the world of college basketball, among others. And we will work on that ding after the show. Now, Howie, I know you got <laughs> one big play today. Where are we going? Well, first of all, yesterday, for those who watched the rehearsal and did see my pick, I did pick Marquette over Villanova. Uh, today, I'm going back to the Big Ten rivalry game, Indiana-Purdue. They don't like each other. We know that. Hey, the bottom line is this. Indiana swept Purdue last year. They know how to beat Zach Eady. And Mike Woodson can get it done. It could be a very competitive game. And you're getting nine and a half to ten points. Indiana, ten and one at home. The only loss, Kansas. And they played them really tough, a top five team. So, to me, Indiana can play with Purdue and make it a real battle. Uh, I think you're going to see a closer game than the number. And Purdue already lost at Nebraska. So on the road, maybe challenged a little bit. So I'm going to go Indiana plus the nine and a half, ten points against Purdue. Howie, do you realize that already in just a couple of days, you're changing lives? You are changing lives. I'm telling you what I'm going to say. AP in the chat says, Howie hit Marquette yesterday, and now my wife let me back in the house. You're there keeping you people together. That's very important. You know, we we believe in family. Yes, we are family. No, no, no. No, no, I'm not going to start singing every two minutes. Don't worry. Oh, that is Howie Schwab. All right, Indiana plus the 10 is his play. Now, A.B., they are noticing how you've kept yourself in jail over a slump eight months ago. You have slumps like every like eight or nine months. But I know you stare straight down the barrel, and you're going to be doing college basketball in addition to all the stuff that you do in all the sports. Talk to me. 
Thank you, Coach. It is nice. We are here in prison, and I'll say thank you for all the uh, commissary drops on my books. Been eating nice soups here. And I'll tell you what, the, uh, there's another group of people that are going to be in jail tonight, and that is the Florida Gators against the Tennessee Volunteers. Look, anybody who's been with Coach and myself, over the last couple of years knows we have made a ton of money playing Tennessee basketball, first half unders and full game unders. Now, Tennessee coming off two straight road games, finally back in Knoxville, Florida, coming up there to visit them. And look, Rick Barnes and the boys, they can score, they can shoot threes but they play a lot of defense, and that's how they get down. So we're going to take the first half under there. And I'll tell you what, I'm not producing the show anymore, so that also is <laughs> phenomenal. Pull that back up for me real quick just so I can see these two picks because I want to make these numbers very clear. First half under 75 and a half. Full game under 159 and a half, and let's get it. And you know what we're trying to do? Just get a little bit of that Howie Schwab good luck. Honest, because my man has been crushing college basketball. So glad that he's on our team. You're damn right. And Phil, we have a very important question in the chat that I want to have you address. Uh, Chad, who is kind of our, he kind of runs the chat for us. And he can be funny at times, but sometimes he can be very, very serious, like right now. He says, can we get an update on the GoFundMe for AB's background? <laughs> I saw I saw that. And, here, and here's what I'm going to tell you guys. I love you guys in the chat. You got a lot of great suggestions, but right now we need more subscribers. All right, we can if we that we don't need to go GoFundMe. We don't need any of that. We need you to share this. We need you to like this. We need more subscribers, and then we can do whatever you guys want with AB's background. I mean, should we put the ice capades back there? Disney on ice. You know, we can do whatever we want because Nashville got some snow. So listen to me and listen to. I'm gonna look right dead in the camera. <laughs> And then Phil's gone. He's just gone. Uh, Howie, real quick, they're asking about, I didn't see the line, but they're asking about the TCU game today. Did you look at that at all? Uh, I did, but uh, I, I decided to pass on that. Uh, you know, it's interesting. TCU's had some intriguing games lately between the Oklahoma game and, uh, you know, Jamie Dixon's got a nice squad. I, I give them credit, but. Uh, I, I think I'm staying away from that. There were a couple of games I looked at. One of them, funny enough, was Florida Tennessee. Uh, I was thinking maybe Tennessee covers, but I thought the number was a little too high compared to the Indiana Purdue. The number, uh, the rivalry of it, to me, played a big part in the the pick. And that's why you are our resident expert when it comes to college basketball, along with a B. And the one thing here at Driving the Line that we stand on. A, having a really, really good time all the time because sports betting does not have to be serious. Also, we never force picks. A.B., go. Okay, question for you real quick, all mm -hmm. right? Which same-game parlay for the NFL do you like better for this weekend? Just going to get get it started. These are literally just coming out as we speak, okay? Talk to me. Let's go. All right, the Lions money line and both the Lions and Bucks to each score two touchdowns in the game, all right, plus right. 115 or plus 135, or Bill's money line, Josh Allen, anytime touchdown, plus 180. Wow. I'll, I'll tell, and then I'll let everybody weigh in on this. I like the Lions money line and the two touchdowns from each team better 
I don't like either one, to be honest, but I like that one better because anytime you play an anytime touchdown from a quarterback, that's that's far Dicey. from a lock. So I like the first one. Howie, I know we're just throwing this at you. Which one do you like? You know, it's funny because Tampa Bay only scored six points against Detroit the first time. I could see the same thing happening this time. So that that uh, two touchdowns each scares me a little bit. I mean, the Josh Allen a touchdown anywhere, you know that's going to happen. I mean, they're home, and it's Kansas City. It's going to be a high-scoring game. So I would lean towards Josh Allen, though 180, yeah. <laughs> Zach says, Coach <laughs> loves parlays. You guys know that ain't true. Now, uh, Phil, I'm going to ask you a different question. Um when we talk about these quarterbacks, whether it's a Josh Allen, a Patrick Mahomes, uh, a Jared Goff, a Baker Mayfield, a C.J. Stroud, just your initial thoughts. I know we still have four days away, but who do you think is going to have the most impressive performance this weekend? Hmm, that's an interesting question to talk about. I will go with Jordan Love. Even in a loss, Jordan Love could end up boosting his stock. I mean, you, we know the 49ers roster is one of the best assembled in the National Football League. So Jordan goes in there and makes some tough throws and, and really pushes the ball down the field and even keeps this game close. Or even if they get beat by 13 and he throws for 350 yards, I think we will really have a different opinion of Jordan Love uh, long-term viability than we ever had. I think I'm going to actually keep that ding because I know it's driving Phil absolutely I've already recorded it. I've already recorded it. It's in the sound bank now, bro. It's like I have a sensory (laughs) thing, right? And and, and when you when you overload the circuit board of the big fella, you know he starts to get a little bit hot. So now I'm like Jacob over here, sweating in my chair, you know, a little (laughs) upset because I'm in the middle of a take. I'm hearing these different noises that are distracting me from what I want to say. But you know what? We stay focused and we go forward. There we go. All right, I want everybody to follow us everywhere we are on Instagram, on uh, the X, the Twitter. We are at Driving the Line everywhere. Also, you need to subscribe to this channel. You guys did it in waves. We we had literally over a thousand with our announcement. That's how great you are. But loyalty and being here every single day will only help us grow. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to blow everything out today. But every couple of days, I'm going to let you in on the plans we have for the brand to build a network. This is not just a show. This is far from it. This is not just a pick show, as you just saw for the last 38 minutes. This is everything. We want to make you a smarter sports fan, a smarter sports better, and have a ton of fun along the way. Along those lines, later today at 3 p.m. Eastern time, we will launch Driving the Line Golf If you watched yesterday, you saw my crew there. Next level, Robert Dameron, PGA Tour winner. Steve Scott, one of the smartest people in the world of golf and famously went head-to-head with Tiger Woods in the USAM. And then Fast Eddie Fernandez, a world long drive champion who is currently on the team of Hideki Matsuyama, Masters champion, to help him with distance. And he is in demand for other pros as they try to get an extra 15 or 20 yards. We're going to teach you all about that on Driving the Line or DTL Golf. We'll we'll decide what we're going to go with. That's every single Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And then on Thursdays and Fridays, we'll have round-by-round picks inside of the tournament as well. Feels so good. 
It feels so good to be back. It feels so good to be here every single day at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Where else would we be but with all of you? So with all that being said, you've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets and information straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, love them all. Damn it, do I love them all. For A.B., my five-tool player. For Coach Phil McKagan. For our new crew members, Crew members, Ben Horner, my man, Jacob, and of course, the legend that is Howie Schwab. I am simple the coach, trying to keep this train on said track. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's truly what we're all about right here at Driving the Line. See you this afternoon.